You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively. You can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going. And you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm Jason Cook and today we've got Daryl Groves joining us in the studio. Welcome Daryl. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, listeners. It's great to be here in sunny Hobart. It's good to have you here, and I believe that you've travelled a little way this morning to get here. Yes, a little four-hour drive from uh, Ridgely. Just Just a little uh, four-hour drive early this morning, so... It was a nice drive down, was it? It was absolutely beautiful. A bit foggy, a bit cool outside. Lucky I didn't have to get out of the car, so it was good, yeah. Not too much traffic uh, early in the morning. No, it was a great drive. That's why I thought I'd come down this morning early. Awesome. Well, this is your first time on our show down here, Tassie Encounters. I do believe you have uh, been on Faith FM before. Yes, uh, up in Queensland, where I'm from, at uh, a big camp that we had in South Queensland, yeah, in Brisbane. You did a bit of uh, talking on air there, so that's great. Well, it's good to have you back here in Tasmania, and uh, you've recently moved down to Tasmania, I believe, but what are your responsibilities down here? Yes, well, I'm ministering up in the northwest, so a little church at Wynyard over at Smithton, and I've just come back from King Island just uh, from the weekend, yeah. And I know we've got a radio over on King Island, so if you're listening there this morning, perhaps uh, text us in and uh, tell us that you're listening today. We've got our show number, it's 0488-880-891. Write that down, 0488-880-891. You can text us in any time, and uh, we'd love to hear from you today. Tell us where you're listening from, even if you're not on King Island. Anywhere, <laughs> anywhere in Australia. Um, you've got family, uh, Daryl? Yes, I do. Uh, I moved down with my, my wife, Ali, and our 16-year-old daughter, uh, Tiffany, but also my older daughter, uh, Kirsten, who's, uh, I won't say her age, but she's a little bit older. She might get a bit embarrassed. She's um, She moved down to Hobart at the same time, oh, wow. so she's teaching at um, Hellier. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, we've got uh, some of your family in Tassie as well. Yes, yeah, it's great to have them with us, yeah. Awesome. Um, now, before you moved to Tasmania, you said you came from Queensland. Is that where you sort of, is that your home ground in Queensland? No? That's where I was born and bred, yeah. in just about an hour west of Brisbane and in the Lockyer Valley in Gatton. Okay, well, I was actually born in Queensland as well, up uh, a bit further north than that, but I've been in Tasmania most of my life. So uh, tell us, uh, what were you doing up there? Well, I was ministering in, in three churches at Gatton, Esk and Laidley, but we ran um, mostly a community centre in Gatton. It was a rather large community centre. Yeah. I've uh, got a colleague that I communicate with frequently, Paul, and uh, oh, yes, he Paul, knows yes. you well, so uh, he, he said to say hello. So, Yeah, very good. Well, um, today you're going to be talking about a topic that you've titled Value Creates Movement. Um, just before we get into that, I just do want to reinforce, we've got a number today, 0488, I did give it out before, but write it down, 0488-880-891. We've got a free book offer coming up, and uh, we want you to be able to claim that book offer, so do write that number down. That's our Tassie Encounters number, 0488-880-891. Um, and of course, uh, our past episodes, it sort of uh, goes well with our program from Friday on on connecting the dots, which was called the privilege of serving, your today your program today value creates movement is a bit um, connected to that in a way, isn't it? Oh, very much so. Yes, very much connected. You want to give us a bit of a, an intro as to what you're going to be talking about? 
Yeah, well, value creates movement. I, you know, after the the years of study that I've done in scripture, I can see that it's it's um it's a God thing. It's something that God, how God has created um, all of His creation. It all it all all the movement in creation. It all moves around value. Without the value, there's no movement, and the two go hand in hand. And so, uh, with humanity, um, we're exactly the same. So, value is just absolutely critical to to a human being. Um, because it creates movement, and without movement, there's no growth, there's no living. So, yeah, moving is very important. Mm. And uh, I think you said earlier that um, up in Queensland, you did quite a bit of work uh, in the community there, and uh, you wanted to share a few stories about that. Do you, do you yes. want to kick us off with that, or do you want to talk about that a bit later? Yeah, no, we can talk about that now. Um, yeah, Gatton, when I first went to Gatton, in, uh, well, back to Gatton, because I was born and bred there, um, so I spent some time away, and then when I come back to minister there, where they had a community centre. Their church was part of a community centre. They were doing, and Gatton's only a fairly small church, so it's not a big church, and they bought a facility right in the middle of town. It was an old um, picture theatre that um, they then transformed into a community centre and uh, very effective. So they were running a soup kitchen there every Monday night, and they would have oh, anywhere from... 40 to 60 people right up to about 240, 260, wow. depending on the... Of course, the season is a very... Uh, an agricultural area where there's a lot of... Um, a lot of our, our produce comes from that A area. lot of produce does come, but you have your season. So summertime season's very... That's You know, there's not a lot of work happening, mm-hmm. not a lot of uh, backpackers coming in, there's, there's not a lot of action, but then during the middle of winter, it's just full on. Um, and so 2017, when I first got there, it was full on, I think, during the... Our biggest time when we would have about 260 people a sit-down meal. So that was That's huge. quite a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. um, which was great. So, uh, so was, how often did that happen? That was every Monday night. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, so that involved, you know, a number of our, our church members. And then because the drought, we had really bad droughts from 2017 down to 2019, it got really, really bad. And, and it really affected a lot of the farmers and a lot of the workers, so the workers didn't have the work, and so that meant that there was a greater need. Um, and so we decided then that we would start a food pantry because there wasn't one in the valley. Uh, and so we um, started a little food pantry up, which we had about nine volunteers and we were doing about 30 hampers a week. And then, um, of course, in 2020, then COVID hit and it sort of <laughs> it grew quite a bit. So we ended up with ninety volunteers and about three hundred hampers a week. Yeah, COVID uh, created all sorts of havoc, didn't it? And but it was a good opportunity to, I guess, get to know people in a different way. Oh, I was um, ab- well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I feel a bit bad in saying it was fantastic um, because like, going through COVID was really hard. It was mm. it was it was incredibly difficult with the lockdowns, but having a community sentiment that we were open, so. Our church effectively was open seven days a week, so it was, you know, really good being able to connect with the community and with a lot of people that wanted to volunteer because they didn't want to be locked down at home. Mm. And to come in and volunteer, you well, you're seen as an essential worker. Mm. Um, and um, well, a lot of volunteers they never they never ever saw themselves as, as essential workers before. So it was yeah, it was um, a big change for them as well. Mm. Um, any other stories specifically that you want to share? Um, well, I think we'll we'll share some as we go along, okay. but it just just to see just to see that movement, people being having a sense of value, yeah. um, moved them into coming of, and being a volunteer. So sense that's, of purpose. That, that gave them that purpose, and and yeah. you know some of them said you know they were 
you know, in the 50s and 60s, and, and they said, well, we, we've never had meaning in, a, in their life before. Mm. And so that was, that was really good to hear. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. That's really good. Um, with, uh, with this whole idea of, of community service, I guess there's so many different ways. I know in, in Rosny Church, uh, where I come from, we have a, a, like a soup bus or a, a food bus that goes out and feeds people um, in this area where we are in Glenorchy and uh, also in the middle of the city in Hobart as well. Uh, we don't get anywhere near the numbers that you're talking about, but occasionally I do go out on that bus as well, and it's it's great to be able to connect with people. I guess I'm interested uh, um, when you've got people who are on the street and they're struggling, and uh, you know they they're there to to get some food. Um, there's something a little more than that, I guess, that we want to be able to share people. When when Jesus was on Earth, he didn't just feed them food, did he? No, he didn't. That's exactly right. And so when when a person's in need, and it can be for so many different reasons, it's. But the one, I guess, the one thing that they all have in common is because they in a situation where they can't help themselves, mm. uh, they feel very, very vulnerable um, and uh, helpless. Mm. And so then, and then because of that, they can't help themselves. Then their their sense of value is very low. Mm. And so it, it's um, you see that they they don't feel worthy. Mm. Um, as you know, as a as a community a member, and then that's yeah, that's um, that's really really hard. Well, we've got a question for you this morning, and uh, we'll come back after the break, and we'll have a bit more of a discussion about this. But why do you think? Um, what do you think? Should I say? What do you think is the most challenging aspect of volunteering? We'd love to hear from you today, so please do text us in our show number zero four eight eight. 880-891. If you've been volunteering, uh, I know on Friday we asked the, the question um, about volunteering, if you volunteer. Uh, tell us what you've been up to, if you volunteer somewhere. Tell us where you are, where what you've been volunteering, and what you find the most challenging aspect of volunteering. Text us in today, 488 This first song today is by Caitlin Clampett and it's called Love Lifted Me. Stay. 
saves, Jesus saves, He will lift you from the crashing waves, crashing waves, He will never leave you. Jesus saves, Jesus saves, He will lift you from the crashing waves, crashing waves, He will never leave you. Jesus saves, Jesus saves, He will Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and today we're speaking with Daryl Groves. And uh, Daryl is a new resident of Tasmania, moved from Queensland in the Gatton area, and uh, we've been talking about this topic of value creates movement. Before the break, we asked you a question. What do you think is the most challenging aspect of volunteering? We'd love to hear from you today. Text us in. Do you volunteer somewhere? What have you found to be the most challenging aspect of volunteering? And probably uh, later in this section, we might give our answers to that question as well. But text us in your answer today. We'd love to hear from you. 0488 Daryl, uh, value creates meaning, but uh, what gives us value? You want to talk about that for a little while? Yeah, well, I guess it's what gives us, as, as Christians, we know that what gives us our value is that we are a child of God, that we're made in His image. And that's really... And when we look at uh, in Genesis where, where God says that he, he, he makes man in His own image, a lot of times we think of just the external image, but it's more to do with the internal than the external. So that which, that which drives God, that motivates God to do what God does, we mm-hmm. have that same drive. We have that same that motivation which is which is really hinges around value. And, and value, you can't separate value from meaning. Meaning and value are, are, are interchangeable. They, they're just so connected together. And when you, have, when you have value, you have meaning. And when you have meaning and value, you have purpose and you have motivation. Mm-hmm. So they, they all just move together. They, they're not inseparable. And so when we look at, say, a verse like John 3.16, which is probably the most popular verse uh, in Scripture, where real, it really demonstrates value and, and movement because God so loved the world. And you've got that little word there, so. Um, that's, that's a word that gives, that tells us an amount that's innumerable. Mm. So when you say you love somebody so much, like you can't put a number on that. It, it's, 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 um, yeah, there's. So it's it, immeasurable. It's immeasurable. That's <laughs> exactly right. So God loved the world. So his creation, if we break that down of what the creation, God's creation is, yes, you've got flora, you've got fauna, and you've got humanity, you've got human beings. And we know through Genesis that God made human beings just that little bit more special 
than all of the other because we're made in God's image. But if you look through all of creation, all of creation works on that same that same principle that value creates movement. Um, and so you see that you see that all through creation. I mean, you see it in this verse itself that says, "For God so loved the world that He that He gave." So there's the movement. So you see the value that God loved the world. How much did He love it? That He was willing to give up His only Son. Now you mm. talk to any father, their only Son is the most precious thing to them. That's uh, love for their Son is Im- immeasurable. Mm. You can't measure that love, and and and, and for mothers as well, and we're for not, daughters, we're not being sexist. We're not here. being sexist though no, for their children. Yeah. There, there's a love there there's a connection there that's just so special that they they are more valuable than than their life themselves so Mm. you know a a, a father and a mother will give up their own life for their child so that tells us the value of the son now god was willing to give his son up for his creation Mm. so that tells us that you know, when we look at value, when you, you know, you take a hundred dollar note and you go, you're going to buy something with a hundred dollar note, you want to know when you spend that hundred dollars that you're getting a hundred dollars worth. So you're getting the value or you want more. Uh, usually I like a good bargain. I like to know that I've got, got more than me hundred dollars worth, but you don't want to get less. Mm-hmm. So we know as God's creation, as humanity, that God loves us as much, if not more than he does his own son. And so that puts an incredible value on the human race, but we can break it down even further and we can say, oh, well, well is, does that, you know, is that just for Christians? Well, no, no, it's actually all of humanity. Every single person created, born on this earth, is a child of God. So mm-hmm. we are as, as valuable to God as, the, as his own son. Whether, whether somebody personally recognises that or not, That's doesn't, doesn't yeah. take away yeah. the fact that it God created uh, us to have meaning and value. Absolutely. And so, you know, in, in John 3.16, it's just a, a beautiful verse that just really puts that together. And, and God doesn't want any of his creation, any of any, of any human being, uh, to perish, but he wants them all to have everlasting life as God has had intended in the beginning that his creation was to live forever. Um, but because of sin, yes, that, that broke that connection. And so as part of humanity, what God's trying to do here is God comes down to, to earth to reconnect with humanity, to, to give them eternal life. But of course, Jesus only having a ministry of three and a half years how does he then connect with humanity? Well, he connect he connected with the ones that he connected with on earth, and then it's their job then for the for the for the rest of the duration of this earth's history then to reconnect with all other human beings to let them know that God that they are a child of God in value. So he, he gave those uh, close uh, followers a job to do. Uh, Absolutely. To, to go and extend and continue the work that he began. That's exactly right. And in verse 18, it really it, it expresses um, just once again that you've got this movement. You've got, yeah, he who believes in him is not condemned. Uh, so there, the love that God has, it's, it, he doesn't want to condemn anybody. He hasn't come to condemn. Mm. So his, move, his movement that he has for humanity is not in the negative but the positive. Mm. So value creates movement, but it can create a negative movement as well as a positive movement. But for God, it was a positive one because he never come to condemn, but he come to save. Yeah, that's exactly mm. what it says uh, in verse 17. For God verse, did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through the world, through him, sorry, but that the world through him might be saved. That's yeah. exactly right. So, and, and, and even, you know, you can look out, I mean, even when you look at Genesis chapter 3, you see where the devil come to Eve and 
and that he, he created a value within the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Um, but it was it was it was deceiving because yes, it, it, the fruit yeah it looked good. Um, it was nice to look at. It looked like it was good to eat, and it was going to give them knowledge. So that was that created movement. You can see the value created movement, but it was for the negative because in by by reaching out and moving in that direction, it created a negative response. And and that's what we have. So you can have a hundred dollars, and you go buy a big jar of lollies, and you think, oh yes, any kid will say that that looks very valuable. I'd love that. Mm. But at the end of the day, what do they get out of that? The movement Sickness. might... <laughs> diabetes is yeah. what you get. So it might appear to be valuable, but at the end it's not valuable. It actually breaks down and destroys. Yeah. And so, um, but we know but what but what God offers is it's a positive, it's in a positive direction. And value should create movement that creates more value. Mm. Where, see, in the negative it didn't create more value. In fact, it actually took value away. And when you take value away, that actually then destroys. It doesn't, it doesn't increase in value and then uh, increase then the movement. So you're saying that uh, basically every person created in the image of God, um, whether at this point in time you're a believer or not, every person has value. And uh, ultimately every person is created to share that value with other people. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Or, or empower or encourage other people to, to also recognise that they've got value. That's exactly right. And, and the biggest breakdown in, in, in our communities today and society today is this breakdown in the knowledge of, of, our, of our value. Mm. So the self-esteem. People just, they do not have self-esteem. And if you look at, you know, where do you, where do you first receive value? Value is first received in the family unit. Yeah. But when you have families break down, you have dysfunctional families, that then what happens a lot is that movement is, is then um, destructive. it's destructive. Mm. And so then it breaks down and it doesn't create more value and it doesn't create more movement. It actually takes mm. movement away mm. and it de- decreases movement. And if there is any movement, it's in a negative direction, not in a positive. It doesn't build up. It actually mm. tears down. I actually, uh, when I was uh, reading a couple of your notes for this, it, it brought me back to a... Uh, a thought that I had some years ago when I was going through a, a difficult time and I was really grappling with the idea of love and self-worth mm. and uh, I was at a very low point in my life and I, I'd really come to the understanding that, that as humans we gain our self-worth actually it's it's not from self, it's from God because it says we love him because he first loved us. That's exactly right. You know, we yes. are lovable because he loved us. You know, he told us that we are valuable. He told us that we're lovable. Um, whereas I think the world often teaches us that uh, we have to somehow love ourselves without any external uh, thing, which I know, you know, depending on external things is not always a good thing. But but if we recognise that God loved us first, we always have value. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's, there's absolutely. not a point in time when we don't have value. Well, God has created us as a social being. He's, mm. He said it's not good for man to be alone or, or human beings to be alone. So mm. we, we're created social. So we that social interaction is absolutely paramount. Mm. So that And that creates movement. Mm. And so you've got to be able to, to value somebody else. You've got to be able to see their value. Mm. And a lot of times when we look out in society, we don't see value in society. We don't see value because we don't, um, we don't see them as a child of God. So when we see them as a child of God, they've, they've got as much value as what, what we do, mm. as what I have. And that's quite challenging to be able to see 
others, and it, it doesn't matter what they're doing or what they're saying, they are a child of God. Mm. Uh, and so to be able to see them as that, well, then, then that gives them value. And so that then, I am now responsible for reaching out and, and communicating and building connection. So one of the, the most important things, um, and you can see what, what God did was when, when Jesus came down, he connected with humanity. So the step, the first step in in creating value is to build connection. Yeah, and he did that through his disciples. He he picked those who were perhaps considered not the the most elite in society. <laughs> well, that's right. But, he, he but they were the ones or- that were able to build connections. Yeah, they, they, he picked the ordinary people, and uh, he he made them special in a way. Or he, I mean, he makes all of us special. But he gave them a, a, a mission. And he gives all of us that mission. And I guess we're going to come back in the next section and talk about more about what is our purpose and uh, how uh, that value drives um, or leads to purpose and meaning and purpose as well. Uh, our question for you today, what do you think is the most challenging aspect of volunteering? Do you volunteer somewhere? Let us know. Text us in on 0488-880-891. This is In the Image of God by uh, More Than Rubies.
program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tessie Encounters on Faith FM, and today we're speaking with Daryl Groves, and we've been talking about value creates movement. <clears throat> we've been asking you a question, what do you think is the most challenging aspect of volunteering? And uh, Daryl, I'm going to put that question out to you now to just have a quick answer of that. What do you think is the most, I mean, obviously you've been very involved in in uh, community uh, work and volunteering type arrangements and, and managing those and leading them? What do you, what do you think is uh, challenging about that? Well, I'm, I find the most challenging thing as being a minister involved in, in volunteering and really connecting with community is it's really emotionally draining because the moment you start building connection and engaging with people and you start hearing their stories and, and people's stories... <laughs> Like they are really, they are really challenging stories, and and then and then wanting to be able to help, not just in a physical way, but then also in 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 an emotional way um, and in a spiritual way. That's yeah, it's really challenging, hugely challenging. At the end of the day, you just feel absolutely emotionally drained, and to be able to reinvest, to to invest in the next day, and then the next day, and the next day, um, and. With what we have going on in life, um, just in, in our own lives, is is emotionally draining, and and because there's just so much going on in the world today around us, and just trying to trying to survive, let alone trying to thrive in life, mm. it's it can be emotionally draining. But then you know, so you. There's also the positive side, though, isn't there, of being part of a, a community for a volunteer to actually feel that purpose and meaning, and uh, and be part of it. So for some. Being part of it can be not a draining experience, but actually a really positive experience. Oh, absolutely! So you do get that that feeling of emotional drain, but then when you see the the rewards, really outweigh the risks. Yeah. So yes, there are risks where you, yeah you can be drained, but when you have those stories where you see lives changed and people's lives transformed, and you see where values added, and then and then they they discover their meaning and purpose in life. It's like yeah, that that's energizing. That you get a sense of energy from that. That then helps you then to go into the next day and the next day. And, and oh, look, I, I just love it. It's it's just it's just a, a you know a, a great thing to be a part of. Yeah, and I know you've got a couple more stories to share shortly, but um, we've been talking about this human connection and the the fact that Jesus sort of modelled this with those he came in contact with, with his disciples and all of those people that he 
that he healed. He really had a human connection. He cared for people. He showed people that he really cared for them. Um, how how does all of this apply to us in, in this context that you're talking about today? Well, this is where it becomes, it can be quite challenging for people, especially your, your more introverted type people that, you know, really struggle with connecting with, with, with other people. Um, and we go, well, what do we say? You know, we, we think we've got to come up with, you know, a lot of words to say and, and, and you know, introverts, I'm extroverts, so I've, got, I've got heaps of words, no problem there. But I do understand that there are people out there that say, look, I just, just don't know what I would say. Mm. But the thing about building connection and about giving people value, because that's the first step to, to have somebody get a sense of value in the connection in a relationship, and which, which is really lacking in society today, is not in what you say, but in, in listening. Mm. Um, I think it was Brene Brown. Um, Brene Brown said that um, um, to be heard is to be valued. Mm. And so if you want to create value in somebody, just listen. Listen. Yeah, just keep your mouth shut and so your ears that, open. That's actually, yeah. I mean, for some who like to talk, that's hard. But <laughs> for, for an introvert, that should be easy. To that, that should be easy. <laughs> so, you know, just going up and just asking somebody, you know, say, you know, how's, how's your day going? Mm. You know, and then and then really listen. So, you know, a person might say, oh, well, it's, it's fine. Mm. Well, I know when my wife says things are fine, it's things not are not really fine. fine. <laughs> and so that should be an indicator of then. And just look at just simple things that you can ask just to try and get, you know, um, say, yeah, well, you know, it's really hard in life today. Not your own personal experience. You're not at that point yet because what you want to do is you want to build trust in in, in a connection. Trust Mm -hmm. is just so important. And you just, you know, the best thing if you're an introvert is to to choose somebody that you are, that you do know. Mm -hmm. Maybe not so well, but somebody that you are comfortable with. And just saying, oh, look, how's how's life treating you at the moment? And and then and then just sit back and listen, and just yeah, say little and listen more, and just let them open up um, because that that creates the the value journey, and that gets it that gets it going. And so then, when a person starts feeling valued, that you're interested in them, and you start engaging with them, um, which is the next important step. So building a connection. You then got to engage and engage in a very real way, so that they really see that you have that you have concern for them. It has to be authentic. It has to be authentic. If it's not authentic, don't do it. Mm. You've got to be in a space where you can be authentic, and this is where it's going to take a bit of time. This is where a little bit of sacrifice comes into it, um, because giving somebody time is giving them value, mm. and you've got to be able to give them the value that they need. They need to be able to feel that they're valued, and that will create movement. And so. Um, when you when you engage with them, you start talking about how life is going. Don't give them answers. Don't think that you have to give them answers to their problems. Um, I know some people, they like to say, oh, yeah, well, I understand what you're going through. No, don't say that. That's probably one of the worst things to say because you don't know. Mm. It's better to say, it's much better to say, I couldn't imagine what it's like going through what you're going through right now. I, you know, I, I couldn't imagine, I couldn't understand um, you know, uh, in that way, it, it tells them, "Wow, this person's actually really, you know, they're really listening." Mm. Um, and then that's that's really showing value value to them to a point where, hang on, they'll want to actually connect more with you and engage more. Mm. We've got a few minutes. Share some of those stories with us that uh, you said you had up your sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, just with volunteers that that come in that you know really struggling with meaning and purpose, and then when they start volunteering. And connecting with people, and and they have a desire to be there, 
and that that creates more movement. So they they you know, and you have somewhere you know you might have a, a holiday. We you know you say because you know you don't want to wear your volunteers out. So we would every school holiday would say, well, look, you know, the food pantry's not running. And they'd be saying, well, what are we going to do with our life? This is all we've got. This is <laughs> this is our life, uh, which is really sad when you think about it. But in, in a sense, it's like, well, wow, they really value being here. And that's just, that's that's so good to hear. Mm. Um, because what that creates then is a sense of belonging, which is, you know, a big part of value is feeling as though you belong somewhere. And so many people in, the, in our society today, in our communities, have no sense of belonging. That should start with family. Mm. But like we said, families are breaking down uh, and they don't have that sense of value. If there's no value, there's no belonging. So belonging, that just automatically happens when there's a sense of value and there's, when there's connection and engagement, then you have, have belonging. And it was really interesting we went to, because um, we'd have a number of volunteers that come in and, and they're not interested in Christianity. And some of them are really, they're, they're very forward. They'll say, oh, I'm not interested in Christianity. Don't try and convert me. I'm not here to be converted. I just want to help in the community. And you say, no, that's fantastic. Um, they say, I'll never be a part of your church. Don't ever try and get me into your church. No, no, we won't try that. No, no problem. And we're out, we'll do, and we're taking um, um, stuff to a caravan park, to big pots of soup to, to give out, um, because in, in lockdowns they couldn't leave, and they were really struggling. So we took some pots of um, soup down, and we are giving out soup, and, and one person came up, and they wanted to know what denomination we were, and they said, are you from this certain denomination? And this lady said, oh, no, 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 we belong to this denomination. And I looked at her and I said, oh, are we now? Do we really belong? We really belong. <laughs> and so she had so that been, sense of belonging, even been, though... They've been part of the, they've become part of the community. <laughs> they've become part of the community, even though, you know, they, they, that's something they... They'd said they didn't... They, they didn't want to be, yeah. but they are, and, they, and, they, and, and that's wonderful, that just that they feel a sense of belonging. Mm. Um, and that's very powerful, and that's something that, that you want to hear. And when people have a sense of belonging, they, they, they're, that gives them more purpose mm. because belonging and purpose go hand in hand. It's, you, you can't separate that. So where there's belonging, there's purpose. And, and with volunteers, you know, that gives them, you know, having that great sense of, uh, of, of purpose is, is really just creates more motivation. Yeah. Well, we've got another break coming up and uh, we've got a book offer for you today. This uh, book offer is called Following Jesus, Disciple Making Movement and uh, Building. It's a great book if you're into uh, volunteering and particularly in the Christian context. So um, this is by Peter Rowanfelt. It's a year deep in the life and ministry of Jesus. Disciples are protégés, learners or apprentices to Jesus who multiply disciples by following his methods, cultivating his movement and preparing people for his coming. So this book is uh, 50 Interactive Studies and... uh, looking at the ministry of Jesus and how he reached people. And uh, I'm sure that if you're keen on volunteering and being part of your community, church community in particular, this would be a great book for you to have. So uh, right after the break, we'll give you the code for this book. Right now, this is Face to Face by Zach Williams. Oh, I'm a traveler Far from home I get lost, but I press on. Cause there's a mansion and streets of gold where I belong.
Yes, there's a day Coming soon Where the old Will be made new And heaven's glory Shines like the morning Before our eyes When we all See Jesus When we Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and today we're finishing our program with Daryl Groves who's travelled four hours to get here this morning so thank you for joining us today uh, Daryl and uh, you've been talking about Value Creates Movement. Now before the break we offered a, or we talked about our book offer today, Uh, it's called Following Jesus, Disciple Making uh, and Movement Building and that's of course what Jesus did, and uh, this is a, a study that we can learn from the life of Jesus and how he impacted those around him. Our book offer today, the code to text in, the number 0488880891, Encounter 39, Encounter 39, no spaces, text in Encounter 39 to 0488880891. Uh, Daryl, we've been talking about uh, being part of a community and uh, we're obviously talking here um, in the context of a Christian community and volunteering and helping people. How do we empower people to, so that they can really uh, be the person that God intended them to be? 
Yeah, well, that's that's a very good question. And so when you look at, you know, building connections and being real connections, connections with intent where you engage with somebody, you, you start that, that value process which builds trust. Um, and the more we trust, the more, the, the more we'll, um, you know, go deeper in a relationship and, and then that's what you need. Uh, and then you come to a place where you need to empower them, empower them as a person. And that's what God does. God's, um, you know, example is he, he comes down, he connects, he engages, he makes disciples, and then he, and then he makes apostles. An apostle is to send, to send them out, mm. to empower them to be um, the, the person that God knows that they can be, mm. all that they can be. Um, and, and so, and of course, he doesn't send us out with without uh, giving us. It says in uh, I think it's uh, Peter. He says that he gives each one a gift, a spiritual gift to to empower us. So God empowers us, and uh, and he doesn't expect us to go out on our own. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, we have really good. I love Luke chapter ten and Matthew chapter ten, and both of those chapters. It's the same story where Jesus sends out the apostles. So an apostle means to send a person that's sent out. And he makes sure that they don't have anything material. Mm. So he takes all the material possessions away from them and says, no, you just go out. I'm going to send you out with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit led them to the houses that they were to go to, to the people that they were to connect with, to do life with in a very real way, and to let them know about what God has done for them and how they are a child of God as well. And, and to really, so the Spirit could transform their life. And when they came back, they came back rejoicing. And I love it when they come back rejoicing, you know, over everything that they were able to do with the power of the Holy Spirit, had incredible stories. And Jesus says, well, the thing that you need to rejoice most about is that you are a child of God, that your names are written in the book of life, that you now have your meaning and purpose in life is is that that. Uh, eternal connection with God that can never be broken and you spend eternity with God and, and that's that's the, the ultimate goal for Jesus and then Jesus prays and he says Father I just thank you that um, you've, you've shown this to, to the babies in the faith mm. and not to the wise so you've hidden it from the wise but you've shown it to, to the young the, the, the people that you would never have expected um, because they were the ones that received that value um, that, that had no value in life, received the value that Jesus gave them and and was able then to, you know, with, with entrusting Jesus to know that, hey, we can, we can go out, we can be a servant, we can really be, make a, a big difference in people's lives with, that, with very little. Mm. So it's not about what we have material, but it's what, it's what God gives us through the Holy Spirit to be able to connect. And it takes all walks of life. You know, if, if 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 it was just up to ministers, you know, the message would only go so far. But just the every average day person, that it doesn't matter where you're from, uh, what your background is, what your education is, that doesn't matter. It's all about allowing God's spirit to work in and through you to empower you to be able to go out and just to to connect and engage with people. I love that saying. Uh, I think it's a. a, a well-known saying, but um, preach the gospel and, if necessary, use words. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Show it in your life. Show that you have value. There's more than one way to, to share the love of God with those around us. And, and Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because the moment you do that, the moment you show the love of God through your actions, people people want to know why. Mm. Why do you do this? Mm. And when you do it with with a with a cheerful heart, with a smile on your face, and that you're really 
with intent to enjoy life. If you're not enjoying it, stop doing it. Mm. Uh, it's got to be a joy. And when you're doing it out of the joy, because that's what God gives us, it's not happiness, it's joy. It doesn't matter. And joy, it doesn't matter what experience, what negative experience you're going through, you still have joy in your heart because you know that God is still with you and leading you in what you're doing. Mm. And so there, you, you, your value is maintained mm. because of who you are as a child of God and, and a servant of God. And because of that value, no, no human being can take that value away mm. because God's, God's given it to us. Mm. So we, we just need to know that uh, we are connected to God, number one, connection. Connection, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, we're serving him. And we 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 have our value given from him initially, and then through being part of a community, we can go and work with others to to share that with others as well. Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. So, what are your key points to take away today? Well, the key point, of course, is just you know, value creates movement. Without value, there's no movement. So, if you want if you want to move yourself to get yourself motivated, you won't mo- you won't be motivated without value. You've got yeah. to understand the value that that's that's um, given to us through who we are, and that is a child of God. So, and that creates so, movement in ourselves. But if you want to get movement within your community, if you want to help somebody out of this situation, connect with them. Connect with them, um, start that value process within them, uh, listen to them, hear their story. Um, don't try and give them answers, just listen. Um, engage with them um, in a very personal level. Uh, build trust, trust in the relationship. And then... Because the one that has the answers, we don't have the answers, but God has the answers for their lives. So you can empower them um, through the Spirit of God to be able to say, look, you know, can I pray for you? Um, and when God comes into the situation, when they invite God in, well, now, you know, incredible things happen. And we see that all through Scripture where, you know, the, the moment, you know, God's invited in, I mean, anything can happen. The mm-hmm. most amazing things will happen. And then keep in connection. Don't just let that... That, that die there and, and end there but keep that connection up keep that engagement up and that takes sacrifice it, it takes quite a bit out of our lives emotionally but I know the spirit will will rejuvenate our you know our, our, our being and our spirit that that'll keep us driving um, forward um, and it's a great experience I, I love it I wouldn't be doing anything else mm. So uh, you've moved to Tasmania here. You're ministering up on the northwest of Tasmania and over on the island of King Island. Um, what are you hoping to achieve uh, in that area? You know, what what is what's your passion for that that area of Tasmania? Oh, that's a really good question because I've come from you know really <laughs> big um, you know community service projects and then coming into little little towns, little congregations. I know there's some passionate people up there. Though. There's some yeah. fantastic <laughs> and really. Um, what I'm really passionate about is creating the space for connection. I mean, that's the first step. Um, and when I look at the little churches, um, they already have that. And so I don't need to create anything else just really to, to engage in and, 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 and empower them in what they're already doing and the connections that they have and, and the little projects that they have. It's just fantastic. And it's like, right now, let's, let's build upon what you've already got. We don't need to build anything else. You've already got these, these spaces of connection. That's fantastic. So let's, let's keep that going and let's see and, 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 and vision cast to see where, where God can really take this. Have you encountered the uh, the Adra um, movement up there with the the food uh, 
they've been delivering food bundles. I know that took off during COVID as well up in the northwest. Yes, well, uh, over at Smithton is one of the churches where I uh, I minister. They have an address shop over there, started back in in August and doing incredible stuff. And then there's a little little village out at um, Waratah where they have a... And I've been out there a few times. Incredible what they're doing up there and and great spaces. They're creating great spaces for connection. I would encourage you today, wherever you are, um, reach out to uh, your local community, your local church, get involved. It's a great thing to do and know that you are valued and that you can help others to feel valued as well. That's ultimately the uh, the whole mission of the gospel, isn't it? To know that God loves us and he came to help us and to save us. So. Tomorrow we've got David Leo and Carmelina back in the studio with The Fate of Sodom and Gomorrah. And uh, next week we'll have Afi Tuaoi back with us uh, studying Ephesians chapter 2. Now if you've missed the book offer today, the code for today is ENCOUNTER39, ENCOUNTER39, no spaces. That's for the book uh, Following Jesus, Disciple Making and Movement Building. Wherever you are today, we just hope and pray that you encounter Jesus more and uh, you feel his presence with you today. This is Peace Be Still by Sweet Deliverance. Have a great day. Why does he just lie there, sleeping like a stone? Don't he feel the waves are churning, hear the gale winds blow? Don't he hear us shouting, cursing at the storm? Since there's battle coming, just can't take no more peace. Be still. Oh, baby, stay here.